Welcome to this episode of the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. The Greenville Oaks Church of Christ seeks all who need Jesus and together are becoming His fully devoted followers, encouraging and equipping people to love God, love people, and serve others in an ever-growing way of life. Find out more about Greenville Oaks or connect with us online at greenvilleoaks.org. As always, we ask that you subscribe to, rate, and review our podcast. It makes it easier for others to find us. And now, on to this week's message with Lead Minister Colin Peck. As a minister, I hear a phrase uh, sometimes in my office when I'm meeting with someone who's walking through grief or surprise grief or loss they hadn't expected. It's not just in my office, though. I hear this throughout our culture, and that is the phrase, I'm sorry. We tend to do that when we grieve uh, publicly in some way. We apologize for the tears that we, uh, we shed in those surprising moments. And each time I want to assure people, it's okay. It's certainly okay for you to bring your tears to this place. I don't blame anyone for tears that they bring, but it makes me wonder. Well, what is it that's happened in our culture that we teach people that tears are only to be shared in private spaces, to be shared in moments where you don't have to be the strong one, to be shared, well, in places where we don't have to see it? You know, I think that's kind of the way our culture has seen things is that that's a private act. But every culture is not like that. Other cultures work in very different ways. We're so uncomfortable with our own pain, I think, sometimes that it does trigger that when we see others that are led to tears. And most of the time, churches are not necessarily the safest places to bring our grief on Sunday mornings. Sometimes we feel like we don't know how to belong or how to sing along with the songs when we go through these griefs and difficulties in our lives. Because when we enter these doors, we sing songs of praise. We tell stories about Jesus. We have our kids present with us. We we hug and we encourage one another. But we were given this book and this Bible that's been handed on to us, the book of Psalms. What's interesting about the book of Psalms is the most predominant genre of psalm that's out there is lament psalms. Psalms where the people of God are, are giving their complaint to God about what's going on. Songs where they're, they're, they're wondering and they're putting you know, pen to paper to say, this is my experience. This is my prayer. This is my complaint. Things are not as they should be. And God, would you show up? Where are you? And I think a lot of us could say tonight, we've prayed those prayers in difficult moments. Moments when it felt like those prayers kind of stopped at the ceiling and didn't get past that because the answer didn't come as we'd hoped, or certainly not in the time that we hoped it would come. And in those moments, I think the Psalms are a comfort to know that David, King David, a man after God's own heart experienced that feeling that so many of us know and understand. And the Psalms are proof that we can go to those places and we can pray those pray- prayers when we don't know what else to pray. Some of those Psalms, I mean, Psalm 88, Psalm 13, we could go on and on with these Psalms that David and others wrote in that time of difficulty. And it's pretty shocking those words found the pages of Scripture. But I think it finds, for me, a place of comfort to know that no matter what I feel, that God's the safest place to bring those feelings. Whether those are words of faith or those are words of doubt, whether those are words of joy or those words of mourning. The Psalms are proof. That God saw fit to bring those words and place them in our Bibles. And if that's true, then surely we can offer our truest words to God in times where we feel like he doesn't hear. 
Tonight, we make space for grief and lamenting and mourning. Many of you who are here tonight have accumulated great loss in this past year. And it's interesting grief, isn't it? Because it's a different journey for all of us. There's no one way to grieve properly. Some of us are led to tears and some of us, that's not so much how we grieve. But some of us are still trying to find the way that we grieve because we know we've got this stuff that's accumulated inside. We're not quite sure how to get it out. But I do believe that grief accumulates. We have one experience and then we think we're done with it. But when the next comes, it's as if it layers on top of the grief that we've already had. We're not sure what to do with it. It's hard sometimes as a couple or as close friends to know how to reach out to someone that we love when we know they're grieving differently than we're grieving. And how do we help one another in those times? Well, tonight, if you've brought a bag full of grief with you, I want you to know we've designed this next time and space just for you to express that grief. We welcome you to unload that burden that you've carried in with you, not pretending that it'll be done tonight or that you move on past that grief. We never exactly move past grief. We just learn to carry it, I think, in lighter loads, and we learn to look back and see God's walked with us and others have walked with us on the road. So tonight, as we reflect on the death of Jesus, we want to invite you to a time of response in just a moment when I'm finished uh, and pray a prayer in just a little bit. There's probably a, a numerous feelings that we all feel when we look at the cross of Jesus. Some of that is that sense of guilt that we probably feel ourselves. And there is a sense on Good Friday night that this is a perfect time for us to come back to God, to return to him, to realize what's been offered on our behalf and to ask God for forgiveness for the sins that we've committed. Yes, part of tonight is grieving our own guilt in putting Jesus on the cross. And so if you have any guilt or burden that you feel, any sin that is weighing on you tonight, we want to invite you. There are cards up front and we'd love for you to write a prayer request out uh, and, and just to anonymously leave that here on the stage or take it with you as a reminder of this moment where you've laid down your sin again at the foot of the cross and ask God to bring full forgiveness to the blood that's been shed on our behalf. And so if tonight you feel like sin is the thing that's weighing you down, that you're grieving tonight, that's welcome here. And we would love to be a place that can offer you forgiveness and confession and that you can walk out freer tonight as we look forward to the days ahead where we'll celebrate again. But we also know that there are those tonight who are experiencing grief, deep grief, the loss of loved ones. Um, Maddox, my son is here with me tonight and we have a couple of names that we have in mind tonight. And and so we have places uh, at these tables when we play the music after the prayer in just a moment where we invite you to remember your loved one or friend that you've lost this past year. There are candles that are up here, uh, little votives, and there's uh, some lighters on the side here with sticks that you can uh, find your way to the flame in the middle and light a candle in memory of your loved one. There's also uh, a card in front of each of those candles, and we'd love for you tonight to write down with some pins that are up here the name of the loved one that you're remembering tonight. Uh, We hope that would be a a meaningful act tonight as we come together to share and to express our grief. Maybe you want to write a prayer tonight to God uh, in thanks or in in, in lament or grief, whatever it may be. Whatever you come to share, we're, we're so glad that you would because we think it's better to express these feelings rather than to stuff them down. And that's perfectly acceptable tonight. So whether it's sin that brings you to the table tonight or it's deep grief and the loss of a loved one, You're welcome here tonight, and God meets you in this space.
And so uh, I want to read from Matthew 5, verse 4, the verse I mentioned earlier. It's the beatitude, but it's the promise of God. And it's Jesus' words to us, a word of blessing. I think it's important for us to remember that Jesus' first words in the sermon, any sermon that he preached in the gospel of Matthew was, you're blessed. And it's the most surprising people that he calls blessed. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope, when you're the poor in spirit. You're blessed when you're the one who, well, is persecuted for things that you haven't done wrong in the name of Jesus. You're persecuted. You're blessed for all these reasons. But there's one in particular tonight that is fitting as we come to express our grief and our confessions tonight. And that is what I read earlier to you from Matthew 5, verse 4. Blessed are those who mourn. The promise that follows after that is, for you will be comforted. Promise isn't offered to those who don't express their grief. For those who mourn, for those who hold things in, it's, it's hard for comfort to come when that's the place we come from. But tonight, if you want to express that in any way, the promise of God is that you might find comfort in the midst of that mourning. Whether that be sin, or whether that be a burden on your heart, or whether that be a grief that you bring tonight. We believe the words of Jesus as we mourn his death tonight. So Jesus promises that in just a moment that that would happen. I want to ask right now for those shepherds that are prepared to do so to come on up uh, with their, their wives and, and to be at these tables. They're certainly welcome to receive you, but more than anything, just to be present uh, and uh, to give instruction to you if you have any questions up here. But they're, like I said, they're cards to fill out. If you'd like to write out a prayer request or a confession, they're uh, candles and, and, and matches, long matches to, to light these candles. Please write the name of your loved one uh, if that's what you want to commemorate tonight. And I want to pray right now for us as we enter into this time of uh, confession, of mourning, of sharing in God's comfort together. God, we thank you tonight as we come together for uh, what we come together to mourn and lament. It's also something we come to celebrate, which is this odd mixture of joy and sorrow that we come together tonight with. We are thankful for the cross of Jesus. Without his death, without his experience of suffering on our behalf as an innocent Messiah, we would not have forgiveness of sins. We would not be made right with you. And so tonight, God, that's what we want to leave feeling once again is whatever distance has come between us and you, whether that be uh, feeling as if our prayers have not been answered as we'd wished, whether that be our, our sins that we want to lay before you in confession tonight, asking for forgiveness once again to be made right with you, or whether that's grief that we come with, wondering if we can find our way through the next days or weeks or months without our loved ones. In the midst of all of those experiences, in the midst of all those emotions, we, we come to you tonight. We want to lay these things at your feet. We want to lay them at the foot of the cross. And that is an act of faith, even in the midst of the doubt we experience. Because it's one thing to sit with our doubt alone and to not voice it. But once we voice it to you, God, we're expressing that even in the midst of these challenges and these difficulties and these sins and these griefs, we, we know nowhere else to turn but to you. And so tonight, God, in the midst of all that we bring to these tables, in the midst of all the prayers that we'll pray from our seats in just a moment, as we listen to the words of these songs and as we share as a community of faith, we pray that you'd meet us here this night, Good Friday, when we remember the death of Jesus and we gather as a people to remember and to hug and comfort one another in this time as well. 
So God, I pray that for whatever will be confessed, whatever will be shared, whatever, whatever uh, names will be written on these cards that you know well, that you would meet us here tonight and that we would leave a little less burdened and a little more free and a little more confident. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. We hope this message helps you in your walk to find real significance in Jesus. Connect with us on Instagram. You can find and follow us there at Greenville Oaks. Discover more about the Greenville Oaks Church online at greenvilleoaks.org.